All right, people, let's do this one last time. This is the way. Who am I? I am Iron Man. Romamu, I've come to bargain. We know each other. He's a friend from work. You may be wondering why the red suit. Well, that's so bad guys can't see me bleed. I am vengeance. I am the knight. I am Batman. Beware my power. Green Lantern's life. That is America's ass. Language. Hey, you know what? There's another name you might know me by. Star-Lord. Who? Star-Lord, man. Legendary outlaw. You can't win, Darth. If you strike me down, I shall become more powerful than you could possibly imagine. I am inevitable. Stop right there. I'm in. What's going on, everybody, and welcome back to the Flavor of the Geek podcast, where we talk about all things geek. My name is Matthew, and I'm joined today by Michael McCaughey. How we doing today, Mike? Hey, man. Things just got out of hand. <laughs> they sure did. And I'm also joined by Stephen Carvalho. How you doing today, Stephen? Uh, Eagly for President 2024. That's all I will say. <laughs> Hell that is yeah. all. And this not is uh, this is a big episode. Nope. <laughs> no, not, uh, nope. Not Kanye. Even though it was funny when when he said he was running for president in 20 was it 2020? 2020. 2020. Yeah. When? It's like 2004. 20. Oh my god, Jesus. I was like it's been 2 years. <laughs> Wait a minute. Yeah, when he said he was going to run for president in 2020, I had like seriously thought about it. I thought like that would be very weird. Kind of want to see it. I kind of want to see it happen. <laughs> but I'm I'm so glad it didn't. I'm so yeah, glad not with president. what's going on right now. <laughs> no, you don't want not. that version of Kanye. Nah. Well, this is uh, this is a big episode, Mike. What episode is this? Uh, I do declare that this be episode twenty. It sure is. Big two episode zero. twenty. Can Heck almost yeah. drink. Ooh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, this is a big episode. We're gonna be talking. Uh, we have a few geek topics of the week, and then we're gonna give our ending thoughts to the Book of Boba Fett and the last episode, <sighs> and then uh, <laughs> and then our thoughts on episode seven of Peacemaker. But yeah, how's everyone doing out there? Did did the did you root for the Rams in the Super Bowl? You know, I, I, I uh, I'm sorry, please. By, <laughs> no, you go first, by all means. means. <laughs> uh, all right. we're, on, we're on some kind of weird wavelength right now. I like this. Um, I, I was rooting for the, uh, for the Bengis. For the old... The Tigers. The, the Tigers. But uh, <laughs> they, uh, they couldn't pull it together. You know, spoilers. No. Um, <laughs> spoilers. Uh, yeah, if so you don't know by now. Yeah, I wore I wore my socks. I had a I have one pair of socks that happened to be orange and black, um, and it was Monopoly, and it said go directly to jail. And I thought that's a good omen, so I'm gonna wear those. And uh, you know what? Mm-hmm. I couldn't couldn't pull together for that for those boys, but I I take personal blame. <laughs> so I want to apologize. Yeah, that's all. That's on you. Yeah, that's on you. Steven, how about you? What what did you think of the Super Bowl? Oh man. So <laughs> I was rooting for the uh the Bengals. Uh yeah. as far I, I wanted them to win. However, I said to myself, if either what doesn't matter who what team wins, I'll be content with it as long as it was a good game, you know? It was a and good I got, game. 
it was a very good game for three and a half quarters. Yeah. And it was it was a bummer because I'm sitting there the entire time and I'm with Emily and her parents watching it at my apartment and <laughs> I see Joe Burrow's getting sacked over and over and over again. And I screamed at the TV. I'm like, get a fucking O-line. I didn't say fucking. I did not say fucking. I said, get an O-line. God damn it. <laughs> and then I looked at both everyone in the room. I was like, I don't know why I care so much. I don't care about either team. <laughs> you got to be passionate but, about something. I got to be passionate. I was like, exactly. damn, just just block the guys. Jesus. Like, they they sucked at their, their jobs. It was so bad. Anyway, I well, even though that was the case, I was still enjoying it until... It was the last drive down the field for the Rams, and it was a fourth down, a fourth down in, I think, 10, and they were on the 11-yard line, I'm almost, almost positive, and Matt Stafford throws the ball to Cooper Cup, and a linebacker mm. bl- bats it down, and in the entire game... The refs had not been calling Jack when it oh, came nothing. to offensive pass interference, they defensive pass anything. interference, nothing. And on that one drive, the, the, the refs called seven penalties against the Bengals. And I thought to myself, they really wanted to fix this game. This is bullshit. Because like, yeah, they didn't deserve they... to win that game. The defense was holding them the entire <laughs> time. And then they finally made a defensive stand that would have turned the ball over on downs. And they were like, oh, defense pass interference. When you look at the play, it was nothing different. It was less than what had happened in the first quarter, I'm pretty sure, when Jalen Ramsey was in the end zone covering, I think, Jamar Chase or T. Higgins or whatever. And he was holding. He was mm-hmm. grabbing out of the jersey behind. Oh, yes, that's and right. And that was so blunt. But when this guy did it, he was, he was just holding onto the side because you can do that in football. And they just totally um, blew the, they, they totally fucked up the call. Now, granted, the refs did fuck up a call earlier on in the game. It was in the uh, the first play of the third quarter when Joe Burrow throws the ball over, um, I think it was T. Higgins, um, and he ripped Jalen Ramsey's oh, face mask. Yeah, and that was yeah, very was abrupt. That? It was it that was, was bad. It should have got called. He, like, almost like yeah. Yeah. He, <laughs> But it was weird. They they weren't calling it on either side, whether it be offense or defense for either team. And so I was like, all right, this is going to be an interesting game. And they called it on the worst possible play. I was like, this is bullshit. I'm done. And so (laughs) for the rest of the time, I was like, I was like, good for you, Matt Stafford. You deserve it. And then I was like, you know what? Everybody else. That's right. That's what I agree with you. I was so pissed. (laughs) I was like, I I wanted to root for both teams. And just like the the, uh, New Orleans Saints. Uh, Rams and the NFC Championship game a couple of years ago, I started hating the Rams in that moment because I was like, "You, you just got away with a big one, man. It's stupid." But oh yeah, for sure, yeah. for sure. But uh, I think the best thing that came out of the Super Bowl was a new Doctor Strange trailer was released nice. for the Multiverse oh, of I Madness. Big fat Fifty Cent hanging from the ceiling. <laughs> Upside down Fifty Cent. <laughs> oh, our, our sneak peek of Batman, I guess. It's a seventy-five, nope, nope, eighty cent chowing down on a chicken wing <laughs> while hanging from the rafters. Nope, nope, wasn't wasn't Fifty Cent. That wasn't the best thing. It wasn't even awesome. Eminem. Wasn't Dr. Dre. Wasn't Snoop Dogg. Wasn't Mary J. Blige. It wasn't Kendrick Lamar. It was 
Mr. Stephen Strange himself. And since we're uh, a geek podcast and not a sports podcast, let's go ahead and talk about the geek <laughs> stuff that happened during the Super Bowl. So, <laughs> good idea. So, all right. Okay, so I was sitting, I was just sitting on the couch. Like, this is before the, even, the game even started, this trailer came out. I'm pretty sure it was before the game even started, but I'm just sitting there on the couch, just staring at the trailers and the TV. Like, when is this trailer going to get good? And I was, then I was also thinking, like, when is this Doctor Strange trailer going to come out? It's like probably in the second quarter, third quarter. Like, usually they drop the trailers, like, right there in the middle of the, ga- in the game. But they dropped this 30-second teaser right before the game started. And it said, I, I stood up, went to the TV, and my mom was behind me. She was like, Matthew, get out of the way. Matthew, move. <laughs> I was like, no. no. I think I was like a foot from the TV. And <laughs> I was like, what is going on? Oh, my God. Oh, my God. And then I, it said, go to uh, the, the official trailer has been released online. So I went to go find it. And the, okay. So when I first watched the trailer, right, I'm like, oh, my God, this, this, it's crazy. It's crazy. It's crazy. But then that scene when Doctor Strange gets brought up the stairs in front of the Illuminati, or who we think is the Illuminati, and the voice, a very familiar voice, says, we should tell him the truth. Who was that voice? Does anyone know here? Alex Trebek. That was Sir Patrick Stewart, <laughs> if I do not recall. It was Robert... St- <laughs> Monsieur Robert Pattinson. <laughs> <laughs> But Stephen, yes, you are correct. It was who again? Sir Patrick Stewart, Sir AKA Patrick Frick the, uh, Stewart. Professor X of the X Men right. franchise. Mm-hmm. Yes. What if it wasn't? Yes, that is right. I mean, <laughs> I'm pretty That'd sure. I think crazy. Marvel's already confirmed that it was. What if it was Pitbull? Could it? Have... <laughs> He is bald. I'm just saying. Yeah. <laughs> That's true. What if he it was bald. Mr. Worldwide? Or now he's Fat Mr. Joe, Universe isn't he bald? And uh, Fat Joe? Or Fat Joe is who there. Is, who else is white and bald? White and bald. <laughs> <laughs> Jason Statham is definitely Jason Statham. Hey. Dana White. Go. Or, or uh, Vin Diesel. <laughs> Vin Diesel. Vin Diesel. <laughs> okay. Okay. All right, so when I saw that part, I didn't listen to the rest of the trailer because I was freaking the freak out, man. I was like, that was that was Professor X. That was Professor X. But that that was my initial thoughts. Stephen, what were your thoughts on that part of the episode? Or just the episode, or sorry, the episode, that part of the trailer or this, the trailer in general. Go for it. Okay, uh, so this entire trailer was just a clusterfuck of emotions for me. Um, so I'm glad that they're, that they, uh, that they're bringing back what it appears to be the Illuminati because that, that shows a lot of promise for us to see, you know, um, Black Bolt, you're going to see Namor, you're mm-hmm. going to see all these other characters that we have not been really introduced to in the MCU yet. So they're going to get their time to shine. Um, them dealing with the multiverse, they they're saying, they said that uh, the multiverse is is a bad thing. When 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 Doctor Strange is talking to to Wanda, Wanda says that she had been told by Vision about the multiverse, 
and it was nothing good. And the fact that they're basically breaking the multiverse at the, in this movie is mm-hmm. absolutely awesome. Now, my highlight wouldn't actually isn't actually that part at all. My okay. highlight of this entire trailer was when Wanda is confronting Doctor Strange, and she says, "You mess up reality, and you're a hero." And I'm when I mess it up, I'm the bad guy. That just doesn't seem fair. And I'm like, oh my god! The way she <gasps> said that, we're gonna, it's so menacing. I was like, we're gonna get a fight. We're gonna get a yeah. Doctor Strange and Wanda fight, and it's gonna be so fucking good. Oh, I can't wait for it. That's my favorite <laughs> part of it. Cool, Mike. What were your favorite parts of this? This, this man, uh, there's, there's a lot happening here. There is. Yeah. There's a lot to unpack. It's kind of crazy that it's been so many years and so many movies and characters have come together. And we hit the end of Endgame. And now it's it's like three times the size. It's like, it's like we just got started. Because now there's so there's so many. Once we break open that reality like we're doing here, they have complete creative freedom to do whatever they want and they everyone's coming in apparently because mm-hmm. now now we got patrick stewart or pitbull whichever it is both equally good you know um we got them so we got the x-men and now we have i liked uh we got introduced to america chavez mm-hmm. very That's important right. kind of seemingly a kind of underutilized character or at least when i was doing research on america she i mean america chavez was first introduced in 2011 mm-hmm. that's that's not Sorry. a long time that's that's no. really a, a lot really of big characters of were introduced in the last 10 15 years like it's miles morales was was recently uh, america chavez miss marvel like all of these all these young avenger characters were were introduced within the last 10, 15 years. Um, yes. <laughs> this uh, this whole... So America Chavez, for I'm assuming everyone knows, but it has the ability to... She can create star-shaped, of course, portals that allow her and other people to go across the multiverse, which is obviously mm-hmm. going to be a huge crux point of the, uh, of the, of the oh, movie. Heck yeah. Seemingly, yep. from what I from what I can see, it looks like it's going to be that Scarlet Witch is trying to, you know, use um, or exploit America Chavez to get to a universe where her kids are alive. I'm assuming. Right. She's, tr- she's exactly what to, it seems like it's happening. Right. She's desperate. Yeah. So what we got, we got a lot of uh, we got a lot going on. I didn't expect Scarlet Witch to be the bad guy. I did not expect that. I expected it to become like a, you know, kind of a uh, starting to get in touch with the dark side a little bit, you know, like needs to be brought Mm -hmm. back. But it looks like she's going full, full villain or just full like I don't care. There's a scene. uh, There's a scene where she's sitting in a circle with a bunch of candles and mm-hmm. she's you know doing her doing her her magic doing her red thing uh but her fingertips start turning black 
which is right because she's uh, using the dark hold. She's dark hold exactly, and that's the same thing that happened to Agatha, right? So she's right. she's tapping into some dark shit. But seemingly from the beginning of the trailer, so is Doctor Strange. Man's got red orbs flying around, saying, "I did what I mm-hmm. had to do," and going uh, slam jam right into the book. So. So everyone's everyone's touching. Uh, everyone's got their dark passenger in the back seat while they're they're doing their thing. Um, I'm interested to see the uh, what what do they call them? The Doctor Strange the Ultron Supreme. bots. No. Oh, the Evil Boy. Oh, yeah, the sinister sinister. Uh, that is Supreme. Th- this was yeah. Well, the one in the trailer, if you put on the captions, is actually a different version of Doctor Strange, not the Strange Supreme that we've seen in the What If. He's okay. a different version of Doctor Strange called Sinister Strange. Sinister uh, Strange. So he's not the same version, but right. it seems like he's pretty similar, doesn't it? It does, yeah. yeah. He looks looks very, which I'm Things assuming is also just got out of hand. <laughs> yeah, I'm I do assuming. have a I do have a theory about yeah, yeah. Wanda though. Uh, now that since you just since you just brought it up, I'm going to mention it now. So it the way the trailer is cut, it makes it seem like Wanda's the bad guy, but but I think they're cutting it that way to throw us off. I think that because. You don't actually see Wanda fight Strange. Wanda is fighting other people who we don't know are bad or good. But it seems like it does seem like they're cutting it in that way. I think what's going to happen in my theory, theory time, my theory is that Wanda's actually going to be a protagonist of this uh, of this movie. But uh, eventually at the end, I think she's going to turn on Doctor Strange. I think it's going to start and then the the last the last quarter of the movie she's going to turn and I think either the major villain of this movie is going to be Nightmare or Mephisto. Nightmare. That's trying to come into their reality or realm, but that is that's my theory, but again, the way they cut it, it makes it seem like she is going to be the bad guy, the main villain of this movie, which I don't think is the case, but uh, that's my well, that's theory. their thing, right? That's the, they're they love red herrings. They love misdirections. That's, right. They, and they really, I'm sure whoever creates these trailers gets to have at least a little bit of fun with approval, right. of course, because it's such a huge right. property. But being able to stir people, stir people uh, in the wrong direction. The scene that right. the scene that Stephen mentioned: "You break the rules and become a hero. I do it. I become the enemy." Very sinister. Mm-hmm. Um, right. That scene is well. I mean, from what I noticed, slash, you know, politely looked up and am now stealing (laughs) from other people. um, The Doctor Strange (laughs) in that scene, when there's the back and forth, when she delivers that line, he's wearing the same clothes that he's wearing when he first visits her at the farm. Yes. So it looks like that's taking place in the farm in like a like you know the nice yeah. version if you will nice polite flowers flowing about that's a fake reality similar to exactly. uh, to Thanos using the reality stone so i think she's just showing right. that she has control over that stuff so she's got a she's a little bit of a hothead you yeah. know so uh yep. i'm looking forward i'm looking forward to seeing it's there's just so much happening 
And it's there's gonna be so much. We got Doctor, we got Zombie Doctor Strange at the end. I don't know what the fuck happened. I know, happened like there. what is happening? I don't know what like, the what hell is, is going on. But uh, <laughs> but yeah, there's a lot. This I'm just looking forward to uh, specifically, and this is something that we talked about the other day. Uh, I I don't know how to pronounce this. Shumagorath, Squid Shumagorath, Boy. yeah. Yep, Squid, Squid Boy. Boy. You got it. Uh, I mentioned this. Oh, yeah. I, I know this boy from back in the day playing Marvel vs. Capcom 2. He was one of the characters. <laughs> he was my favorite character to play as. Uh, I played that <laughs> game when I was a lot younger. Stopped playing it. I haven't thought about Shumagorath in like 20 years. And all of a sudden he pops up. He's throwing a bus at Senor Strange who's making a, uh, a fancy chainsaw. Out of thin air to uh, to slice it in half, <laughs> probably killing multiple people in the process. Uh, but uh, I'm excited to see him. I I forgot he existed. I had to look him up afterwards. I caught the glimpse. I said, "Is that is that Squid Boy from Marvel vs. Capcom 2? Sure is. So that's exciting. I think that's my favorite part actually, <laughs> just because I had a little uh, bit of an, a nostalgia trip there. Yeah. So I think that's what Marvel. All right. So sorry to say this to you, but the character is not Shumagorath. It's actually Gargant- Gargantos. Who is who, Gar- Gargantos? Gar- Gargantos. So they're making it... I, I'm pretty sure they're trying to... They're like merging the characters because Shumagorath, I think, is actually owned by another company. Mm. Uh, so they had to merge the character. I think it's... Mm. I'm pretty sure it's the exact same character, but they just renamed it Gar- Gargantos. Um, that seems so silly. It's not it? to step on anyone's toes. I th- I think it's silly because all over the marketing material for this movie, it's his name is Gargantos. Even though everyone thought That's at first he was Shumagorath, which it yeah, it's it is bad. <laughs> it's not a good name. That sounds like <laughs> yeah. you, you get caught out in a lie and you have to come up with the name right then. Yeah, he's Gar- Gar- Gargantos, <laughs> the big yeah. Speech, yeah. boy. <laughs> yeah, but I think I'm pretty sure it's the same character, but. Uh, they're just they had to rename it because of rights reasons. Yeah, makes makes sense. So yeah, Matthew, you know yes. how you said that there's a possibility of a Nightmare being the main mm-hmm. villain. So I'm not sure if you caught this, but in the trailer at one point, you hear um, Strange waking up and he says these lines, and then the nightmare begins. Mm-hmm. So That's right. when one of his biggest villains and you see all named... the skulls on on the yeah. ground oh, outside yeah, I the saw that. oh, that's yeah. that's like nightmare's thing like he's the, he has the skulls all over his clothes yeah I'm and pretty sure dude in the, call, in the, we call the it? official synopsis they haven't really given us much in the uh, Doctor Strange Multiverse of Madness synopsis but what they have given us they said that there is a, a mysterious new adversary now. With that being said, what we saw in the trailer, there could be a, an Easter egg for Nightmare, and they're trying they're trying to throw us off with the Wanda um, mm-hmm. Doctor Strange thing or Evil Doctor Strange thing. So that's right. I, this this is like I don't know, man. This this might be what but, it is, and especially because the director of the first Doctor Strange movie expressed in, uh, expressed interest of using Nightmare in Nightmare, the sequel. right. So if Scott Derrick, Scott Derrickson, yeah, right. So that could be the mysterious new adversary that we haven't seen yet. It's supposed to be a, a character true. that we haven't seen yet. That's not really visible to the plot of the trailer, you know. So it, I don't think it's gonna be 
was it Mordo? What, what's that guy's name? Yeah, Mordo. Yeah, Mordo. Mordo. I don't think it's going to yeah. be Mordo. I don't think it's going to be... Oh, he's um, back, though, huh? He got Evil Doctor Strange. Time. I don't think it's going to be He's Wanda. a bad I think, boy. I think Nightmare is the deal here. I think that's what it is. I don't even think it's Mephisto. It really is. It seems like this whole trailer's a nightmare, right? For, for Doctor Strange? <laughs> yeah. But it was nice. I, I actually liked it. I think we're going to see the beginning. I'm calling it a now. The theory time again. Or prediction. Theory time. <laughs> I'm calling it now that the, the movie's going to start with a Doctor Strange we think is our Doctor Strange from the MCU. And he dies. Like oh, almost yeah. immediately. And that's and there was a theory out there that the reason why he keeps having these nightmares is because he's witnessing other versions of himself dying. Oh, we got a Groundhog Day situation. Exactly. Okay. So that's the reason why he keeps having these nightmares because someone's going throughout the multiverse either capturing or killing Doctor Strange's. And did you see we got the Defender Strange? Defender Strange, I the one did, like the I did see kind that. of a more chubbier version of it. Yeah. Specifically, someone so, else saw it, and I watched them as they t- told me about it on a YouTube. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes. I right. Saw it. So, but in uh, in one of the um, the shot, so they they released the thirty second shot uh, trailer before they released the whole trailer online, but not all of the scenes that were in the thirty second were in the two minute trailer. One of the scenes that wasn't in the two-minute trailer was Defender Strange holding off the uh, what's it called the the Crimson Bands the the red thing that was holding America Chavez. Oh, from the, so from the, the mummy monster. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The mummy monster. Let's call it mummy monster. It's probably easier to pronounce. So the mummy monster was holding America Chavez, and Defender Strange was holding him back while trying to protect America Chavez. So I'm going to guess that happens towards the beginning of the movie as well. And, but it seems like Defender Strange dies trying to do that because another scene that happens in the two minute trailer is Defender Strange is falling through one of America Chavez's portals and he looks like a lifeless body and he has a big scar on his head and he's lifeless. But then later on in the trailer, you see our Doctor Strange with a monument outside of the, the Sanctum Sanctorum. In New York, and that's the Defender Strange is in the monument because he dies saving America Chavez. So, okay, I this none of this could be is confirmed by the way. This is not like a spoiler thing. This is just what I think is going to happen based on all the trailers we've gotten so far. This is not a spoiler alert. Not a spoiler alert. (laughs) (laughs) Perfect. I like it. (laughs) But yeah, that was my. my non-spoiler thing there. So, but I was gonna say so throughout the Doctor Tra- uh, Strange two trailer, there are shots of the magical room of Comatage, which we see in the first movie, and that's where uh, Strange is trained, and it's seemingly under attack from a dark force. This manifests as a, at one point as a black cloud descending on the temple. We also see our first look at Rintra, who's the apprentice of Doctor Strange. So it's the the, the horned guy. What's, oh, what, the, what is that? That's the Minotaur, right? The Minotaur. The Minotaur, Minotaur? yes. Yeah. So the Minotaur, we see our first look at the Minotaur, Rintra. And again, in the comic books, he's, he is does start off as the apprentice of Doctor Strange. I think he actually does become the uh, Supreme. Uh, um, Source of Supreme at one point. But I could be wrong about that. Yeah. So is that Wanda? Is Wanda the one that's... Uh, 
trying to break open Cosmetage because we do see we do see a scene later where a lot of people are dying inside the temple. Um, seems like a lot of the the uh, what are they called? Wizards. <laughs> Wizards, I guess. Wizards. Um, sorcerers? Yeah. Sorcerers. Sorcerers. So it seemed like a lot of sorcerers were dying, trying, and fighting inside the temple. But uh, And then we already talked about the whole America Chavez and the Defender Strange. And we also see it looks like the New York is, New York is disappearing, similar to how it yep. did in What If. I'm not sure if all you guys saw What If, but... Uh, it happens in epi- one of the episodes of What If with Doctor Strange where he does something stupid trying to save his girlfriend. So uh, he breaks the entire – yeah, he breaks the He world. breaks the timeline. So everything starts like dissipating into the atmosphere and the reality starts to break. And it seems like that's what's happening in this – and where, where Doctor Strange is, right? But I mean I would say so. Yeah. That's, I mean, that, it looks exactly alike. If you put the two side by side, it looks exactly like New York is just going up and it's going to erase that timeline, but just very slowly. Should we just call it now that uh, Christine Palmer is going to die? Because I feel like that is going to be a, a huge part to the first portion of the movie. Because I mean, we can. He says, I did what I had to do. But what does that really mean? Is I mean, mm. is he talking about the previous events with Spider-Man No Way Home when he had to um, cast a spell that would forget Peter Parker? Or is he talking Who about Peter him? Parker? Oh, you know what? I fucked <laughs> up. I fucked true, up. true. Yeah, there true. is no Peter Parker. But but we we never actually see Mordo talking to Strange and using those words. True. So that he he could literally not be talking to our Strange. He could be talking to another another Strange. Um, maybe it's Defender Strange or somebody else. It, it might not be the reasons we think. Oh, I think maybe. this movie's gonna be a mindfuck. Yeah, it is. Maybe he's talking. Maybe Mordo's talking to uh, to Doctor Strange. Maybe Doctor Strange talking to Mordo when he says that did what I had to do. Maybe he's talking about the previous film. Maybe. When he's talking like Dormammu, I cut the bargain and all that stuff, like the way he <laughs> mistreated the Time Stone to to kind of manipulate everything that was going on. More maybe really agree with that. Maybe he's talking about that. Who knows? But there's so much mystery with this trailer, and there's so much intrigue for this movie. So I'm very excited for it. Yeah, it could also be if it's not the whole Spider-Man thing. Uh, it could be because in Infinity War he looked through Don't what seven. It million timelines i'm about to, and... I was about to talk about this don't say it were you no, okay go, go for it no, you, no, go no for say it. it go for it say it because i don't know if it's okay. it exactly what i was going to say but just don't say it well <laughs> he he killed he killed iron man right so he he sent iron man to and black widow to their deaths pretty much yeah. right because he gave, uh he gave up the time stone that's the thing that he came gave to up mind, the time stone. you know because it was the one yeah it was the yeah. one reality did what you gotta do <laughs> but you got blood on exactly. that cloak so... don't you <laughs> that's right. But well, what's with the cloak having a blue patch on the the back of it? Yeah, it's a, uh, is that to like a... symbolize it's our strange or it's that it's someone else? Because I don't know. It just seemed weird that there was a bl- blue patch. Maybe that was when was that when? No, because in the Spider Man, he didn't have a blue patch on his back of his cloak, did he? Uh, no, he didn't. No. Okay. So All maybe. Right. It could be a different Doctor Strange. 
it could just be <laughs> that it got ripped. Yeah. And it did, got patched did up. Did you guys catch something? Yeah, maybe, yeah, maybe it gets ripped again somehow. But did you guys catch when he's they're falling through the t- like the multiverse and timelines and there there's a a shot of the comic book that they're falling through? No. What? They're, no. they're falling what? What are you before they about? before they get to the dinosaurs before like right the the screen splits and it's a comic book that they're in for a second like a brief second oh. before it, they fall into the Jurassic Park error. Um, oh, is Chris Pratt coming back as the dinosaur guy? Yeah, maybe. As Mr. Dinosaur. dinosaur guy. They better not maybe. do that. Oh, maybe. Man. How stupid it's, would that uh, be? It's the <laughs> multiverse. Yeah. It's like, what are you doing here? This is like 10 million years uh, before you were born. Yeah, I know. Weird, right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's just stupid. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah yes it is yep um, i think that dr doom is going to appear at some point and the more that i think about it oh. if it's not if it's not nightmare that's creating those those uh clouds it might be dr doom i feel like Does dr doom mm, create clouds i don't know i mean it's, it might, that's like, might be a possibility there are many, <laughs> many villains who question, create I clouds i guess <laughs> uh but I don't know. I don't think that's his power set, but it, I mean, it's not. Maybe. I also feel like Ultron is going to appear at some point because if you if you look really closely, it feels like the um, it feels like the robots, the robot figures that are leading Strange into the Illuminati space, they kind of look like an upgraded version of Ultron. Well, that leads to the Illuminati. So the Iron Legion drones is what they're called. The Iron Legion drones. So those are created so, by Iron Man then. So Tony Stark has right. to be a part of this. So thing. right. Okay. Well, oh. so let's let's move over to that then. So you remember when in Age of Ultron when he tried to create Ultron but it kind of failed. It fa- well, didn't kind of fail. It failed. So there is a timeline out there where it actually succeeded and there's a huge rumor out there that Tom Cruise will be playing Superior Iron Man. Superior Iron Man. Fuck that. And he's he's part he's part of the reality that was able to succeed in building the bots based on Ultron, and but they're they do what he wants, and also he has and then when Thanos came to Earth, he chopped off his head and has a and has Thanos's head in a jar, pretty much is what they're saying. Is what this this is what like the rumor is out there, which I don't know if it's real or not, but <laughs> that would be pretty badass, right? <laughs> that would be pretty bad, although I can't see. Tom Cruise being the the head on a pike or on the wall type of uh, <laughs> type of character, but maybe. yeah, well, maybe. I mean, but okay. So for for the Illuminati, because from what we think, the six chairs or the five chairs that we see, plus Professor X and uh, his wheelchair, are the Illuminati. Because based on the comic books, that makes sense. But they kind of seem like more of a multiverse protectors similar to the TVA. Um, but I know you can't really like move in or like scan in, but the, all the way to the left in the chair, there's someone sitting in there. It looks like it's a blue suit. And it did look blue and it looks like it's got some like white trim over the top. Yeah. 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 So, uh, so apparently this might not be, our boy John Krasinski, but it might be Ian Griffith who played 
Mr. Reed Richards in the first movie. Oh, the the OG boy. The old G boy. But I do think throughout the movie, we actually do, we are actually going to see John Krasinski as our main universe. But that's who it's kind of rumored to be Ian Grifford. And then Tom Cruise as Superior Iron Man. We got Mordo as Supreme, as Sorcerer Supreme. Monica Rambeau is actually rumored as Captain Marvel. And mm. then we got Eric Eric Killmonger as Black Panther and Professor X. Uh, but Wait, Michael B. Jordan? <laughs> Michael B. Jordan's kind of returning, apparently. From as what Black Panther? As Black Panther, yep. Wow. Okay. All right. Yep. Interesting. Um, what are y'all thoughts on this? Honestly, I mean, I don't mind. I don't mind Michael B. Jordan coming back as Black Panther to take up the role of the for the Illuminati. The Reed Richards thing. I, I mean, I can live with that if it's a temporary thing with him, and then John Krasinski is the main Reed Richards. I'm totally fine with that. Uh, Tom Cruise, man, I just still just don't care. I, I don't know. I don't know. Um, <laughs> there's only two movies that I've ever cared to see him in, um, and that was List Tropic Thunder. What? List them off. What do we got? Number one. Tropic Thunder as I think it's Lex Grossman or whatever. Lex Grossman. The, uh, that's right. Yeah. And just his rampage on the phone is just and his dances. His dance is just a f- fucking hilarious in my opinion. Um, <laughs> and the second thing was um, it was the one where he keeps dying. He keeps dying. And oh, come Edge back of to Tomorrow. Movie. Edge of Tomorrow. That's the, that's oh, a movie. right. I, I that's really a care. great movie. Yeah. You know, they're making a series about that. They're Why? making a, a Amazon series about that. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. Maybe. 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 Um, <laughs> but um, aside from those characters, the uh, you know that lit up character? Now that you mentioned Captain Marvel coming back, do you think that was Captain Marvel? Or do you think that was a human torch, that lit lit up figure that was flying in the air in, in the trailer? She got blue hands. Um, yeah, I don't think it was the human torch, he, but he or she has. There's blue. also someone called Blue Marvel. Uh, that's that's I think he's a dude is. in the comic books, Blue Marvel. But I, uh, yeah, which Blue Marvel is actually one of the people we thought was going to show up as the um, who was the <laughs> who was the dude we kept speculating for. In uh, WandaVision, that Monica Rambeau kept bringing up the technician. No, it wasn't technician. What was it? The engineer. Oh. Yeah. The engineer, that's right. The, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Blue Marvel's an engineer, and he does work with Monica Rambeau. Um, but yeah, so people keep speculating about this, and I've seen so many people say that it's it's Tom Cruise's superior Iron Man or that it's Maria Rambeau, so Monica's mother, or that it's Monica Rambeau, just with shorter hair. But it's, or maybe it's Blue Marvel. There's so many things it could be, because it's, <laughs> but people keep saying they think it's Tom Cruise, or it's Maria Rambeau. I'm going to stick to Monica Rambeau, but what do you think? Who do you think it is? I think it's, I mean, based on the, based on the images that we've seen, I think it's, photon right in whatever iteration of that it is okay um maybe i mean not photon but one of the two i I know i don't know i would think i would agree with you that it would be human torch until the blue hands and just like from the screen grabs you can Mm. really see that there's like an emphasis which is very photon-y um 
Yeah, or, like Captain Marvel's powers. Like Captain Marvel. Yeah, yeah, right. So, yeah, Captain Marvel-esque powers. Hey, maybe it's... Uh, I don't know. I had an idea, and then I forgot what it was halfway through that sentence. <laughs> I'm staring at the image of, okay. the, of the characters, and I was like, maybe it's Vision. And I looked at the picture, and I was like, that's stupid. <laughs> oh. But uh, who's, who, let's, let's, go th- let's go down the list. Marvel, who's got blue hands? Let's go down the line. One, Photon. Beast Boy. Two, uh, beast Man. Uh, no, Beast. Beast Boy. Beast. No, it's not, not Beast. <laughs> different. What's his thing? Beast? Beast? Beast. Hank. 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 Maybe. Hank uh, Mystique. Mystique. Yeah, yeah. Blue hands. All right. Four. Um, um, Captain America. When he's got gloves on that are blue. Yeah. Yeah. Yep, yep. So that was. Um, yeah. So what does that mean? <laughs> nothing. But nothing. <laughs> maybe uh, it means literally nothing. But maybe I think it, I think it's one of the Rambo's. And she come back for vengeance, on yeah, something. Is it? It seems like she's in the, in the uh, Illuminati's like sanctuary when she's fighting that person, whoever it in, is. Because oh well, yeah. There's a statue. Yeah, it's the same statue that's that's in the when Doctor Strange is turning the staircase. It's the same statue. So oh, okay. Wanda's in the Illuminati sanctuary or home base. So it's got to be Why? someone. It's a good question because the, the thing is, is that the Illuminati might be coming after Wanda, and Wanda just cuts to the chase and starts killing off the Illuminati. So she might yeah, actually do. be the the villain of this. Yeah, but. There's also someone out there that says that it might be Nova. Um, it looks very oh, Nova, Nova-y. But it th- does look very they, Nova-y. But Nova has like a helmet. I don't think this person has a helmet. Yeah, no, they have on. glowing eyes. I think, I think it's... Yeah. The, it's just the effects remind me very much of like Super Saiyan Captain Marvel, right? Like all beefed yeah, up. Yeah, yeah. Like flying through the air, all that, that energy coursing, uh, coursing around them. It just seems very that yep. so whatever that means um what's uh, what's going on with uh with scarlet witch crying in the living room of her house that's broken and then other scarlet great witch comes over question. and touches her face what's going on there are that's a great question are, are, is it time travel or is it just a in in her head that's that's going on it might on. be in her head yeah it might be she, she you know how out. you know how and they're in mean, like Hold on. <laughs> Start over. <laughs> I'm thinking it's, it's the part of the magic and that's evil. And that's like coming out that's as her, a like, part of herself. Yeah. Kind of. I wouldn't be surprised if, if she's on, like it's manifesting itself to look like Wanda, like the evil, the evil, the evil magic that she is un- unleashing. Uh, and that is what's kind of okay. telling her what to do next. It's kind of manipulating her. So that that could yeah. be the reason why she says what she says to Doctor Strange in the trailer, and then it also could be the reason why she's fighting what appears to be Photon or someone of blue hand uh, nature. Um, it's the same. Because yeah, if you think about it, think about it. Hold on a second. The every time we see Wanda fighting, she's not in the suit in the in her act, in her garb that she wears as the. Yeah, she's wearing that that gray long sleeve shirt. 
the same thing yes. when she walks over and touches her her face. So maybe she's possessed. Right. Maybe. Maybe. maybe that, I mean, hole, that could be maybe, it. Maybe that's why there's that shot of uh, of the camera going into her eyeball. Because in, internally, right. she's uh, she's struggling and going through some, mm. some there's torturous some, things. There's something the there, outside. right? I think the there's dark hole, maybe because... Agatha's is there. Because if she's fighting, why wouldn't she be in wearing her costume, you know? Right. Like, why wouldn't she be wearing think, the costume she fought uh, Catherine Hahn in <laughs> and Agatha all, the, that's, all along? That's my new theory, by, is that she's possessed. And now that's she's, she's possessed by Nightmare or by Mephisto? By Nightmare. That would make sense. Mm. And internally, and that's we're going to see some crazy... And, yeah. She, maybe she has to watch her kids get killed. Over, they're not going to do that. <laughs> they're not gonna do, they're not again. gonna do that in a Marvel movie. Never mind. But <laughs> oh man, yeah, I think she's Jeez. living out some nightmare in her head, and, and externally she's uh, she's ripping into the Illuminati to kill Tom Cruise. <laughs> you gotta, you gotta, gotta kill Tom Cruise in every movie you could. You gotta he, kill he Tom goes Cruise. Into. Yeah, um, many have tried. I mean, <laughs> it's true. Uh, the uh, yeah, I mean, the only thing we know for sure certain is the multiverse is breaking. So that's literally the only thing we know, and we barely know that. <laughs> we don't know anything. We don't know anything because you remember when we got Spider-Man our first trial. Ex- that's what I was gonna point. So yeah, so when when we got our first trailer for Spider Man, it seemed like Doctor Strange was the bad guy. Remember when they're get he's chasing yeah. him on the train and it seems it seemed like Doctor Strange was gonna be the villain of that movie. And I think that's what Sony wanted us to think. But I'm sure this comes out May sixth, so I'm sure we'll be getting multiple spots and trailers before then. But and you know what there's another theory out there, not really a theory, but another thought out there that um, now that we know Professor X is gonna be in this movie. Or Pitbull. Uh, he, yeah, or Pitbull. Yeah. So he, that he might be the um, Doc Ock of the trailers. So we're going to see a lot more oh, Professor X in oh. each trailer we go into. And they're going to keep everything else secret. You know? Right. Which makes sense. Because oh, so the only thing... Heavily... Yeah, yeah, yeah. They heavily... Yeah. They give us Professor X, but they don't give us any other spoilers uh, for the movie. Which I'm, I'm okay with. Now that we know he's going to be in the movie, Miles, give us, give us some scenes with them together. But... It's going to be a crazy freaking movie. I can just tell. Like, that trailer was one of the best trailers I've ever seen Marvel put out. And I'm just so excited for this movie. Again, it comes out in, what, two months? No. No, a little under under three months. So, any last thoughts on this this trailer? I just think it's crazy to think that at one point we were talking about how it was only a few months away for Spider-Man to come out. I know. Just show us or don't show us Andrew Garfield and <laughs> Tobey Maguire. Here we are. It's the middle of February. That's right. That's right. I remember back in October, we were getting excited for Spider-Man. And then we first started our podcast. And then in, I think it was November, we got we were recording an episode when the trailer came out at, uh, I think it was L.A. that that trailer came out. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, now that movie's come and gone. Now they're moving on to Doctor Strange. It's dead to and us. And keep moving. One last question. Could this movie give us a tie into Secret Wars? Could this lead into Secret Wars? 
in what what do you think would be the catalyst well, for the tie-in? In what way? So we're going to – as many cameos as I think we're going to be getting in this movie, it just seems like that's kind of what happens in the Secret Wars comic book is that all these characters throughout the multiverse are joining each other on Battle World. So – it just seems like it's this is the perfect time as any to start introducing a Secret Wars movie or even movies. It could be two, three, four movies. I don't care. Get four parts to one comic book uh, saga going on. But that's what it kind of means. Because if we're getting if we're getting Professor X and all these other versions of these characters, like Eric Killmonger possibly as Black Panther, and get we got a Captain Carter because on the we didn't even talk about the freaking poster. I was about the, to bring oh, that up. <laughs> oh my god, we didn't even talk about the poster. Yeah. That's that's big too. All those the huge. little glass. Yeah. All right. Good. You got to talk about that, Mike. Good. Now I was just gonna ask if you happen to take a look at the uh, the Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness trailer because I'll tell you what, a lot of other people did, and in the mm-hmm. lower right of that poster. Uh, the poster mm-hmm. is Doctor Strange Tell throwing his version of a Kamehameha, you know, or doing like a weird <laughs> come hither dance motion. And around him, there's a, a giant, uh, what is the roof of the Sanctum Santorum, whatever it is. It's explosions. Yep. A lot of glass exactly. shards. And in each glass shard, we have a, a brief glimpse of uh, Scarlet Witch. We have, uh, you know... Mordo and Doctor Strange and everyone's screaming and nobody's happy. In the lower right of the poster, someone noticed that on one of the shards of glass, we have the Captain Carter shield. The Captain America mm-hmm. shield with the uh, the Britain flag thing on it. I don't know what it is. <laughs> I'm American. So... Uh, <laughs> We have a, uh, you know, a, a crumpet on the front of the Captain America shield, which seems to infer that we will be seeing a, perhaps, a live-action version of Captain Carter. Mm-hmm. Or, like Matt had, had uh, mentioned before, there is a very quick scene when they're falling through realities where they seem to drop into a comic book-type world. Uh, so perhaps they're going to fall into a what-if level type of our reality and it could just be a cameo mm. but i don't think they'd put a cameo on the poster yeah probably not i don't th- i think not. i think we're gonna get a uh i think we're gonna get the full shebang i think we're gonna see lady actress name fill in here right <laughs> in all our lady actress name fill in here yeah that's right Replace well there's another the name yeah there's a lot of people who like really dived into this uh this poster because on each piece of glass there's something some kind of teaser like you said um but in one of the pieces of glass if you zoom in it's deadpool with his deadpool little his little finger over his mouth like a shh kind of motion from which i'm trying to find the image now so give me one second here yeah i don't i don't see him I see some dude on the left with glasses. It's it's like a very, it's like very small version of it. Hold on one second here. Just cut this part out. Oh, here it is. Got it. Copy. Take a look at this. 
downloads. <laughs> there we go. Do you see him? You see his little finger? Little little Deadpool? Please hold. Oh. Deadpool? Deadpool, Kick man. Orza. I you know, I called it like a couple years ago when they announced Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness. I called it. I told Steven this. When at the, I don't think they're going to introduce Deadpool to the very end of the movie in a post credit scene. I think it's going to be a post credit scene of Deadpool coming out of a portal and he's going to be like, fuck, Cam, I'm so happy that I'm out of that universe. And he just fucking, right. <laughs> he just walks into the MCU and yep. That would be the way to do it. Yep. Yep. I mean, Much that would be the like greatest the, way to yeah. do it. That would be the greatest way to do it. It reminds me of Venom getting flashed into our reality oh so briefly and then kicked back yep. out. <laughs> wow, right. that was, you know, that was itchy or whatever they say. <laughs> yep, that's right. that's right. You know what I can see happening? Mm. So because I think every single PG-13 movie, they, can, they have one F-bomb, right? They can drop one F-bomb? Yeah. Okay. Yep. So what I can picture happening is, Throughout the entirety of the movie, either Doctor Strange or Miss Marvel, Captain Photon, like whoever, they, or Captain Photon. Wanda. Captain Photon. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> just, I'm just throwing some things out there. Um, it could be anybody. They'll begin <laughs> like they're going to say the F word, and all of a sudden it cuts. Boom. And it keeps doing that repeatedly throughout the movie. And then all of a sudden, finally at the end, in like the post credit scene, all you hear is from Deadpool fucking a i'm here okay like they actually get to say it for the for, for that one time i could see them doing that yeah well someone else noticed that this trailer is not it there's no funny one-liners like there are in typical trailers where it's like you get a little bit of a laugh out of this one line the character says there's no we do there's shit? no funny moments yeah yeah exactly like that was in spider-man the trailer but there was nothing like that in this trailer. It was all serious. So, but yeah, so that was, a. <laughs> it was an exciting trailer, exciting poster. I'm so excited for this, this movie to come out in a little bit less than three months, but crazy before that comes out, we have a bunch of other stuff coming, uh, like Segway. Moon Knight. We have Moon Knight. No, we're not oh. really segueing here, but <laughs> no, Moon Knight comes out. <laughs> No way. <laughs> no way. Go on. Tell no, me more. I think. <laughs> uh, and we get the Batman movie also comes out before the Multiverse of Madness movie. So we got a couple Whoa. of pretty good things. But are we are there any other thoughts on this Doctor Strange trailer before we move on to the some Star Wars news? No. It's going to be pretty dope. Yeah, it's going to be real dope. Yeah, Squid Boy. <laughs> All right. So the second major topic of the week is we got the Obi-Wan Kenobi uh, show. Got our official release of May 25th, 2022. This is the 45th anniversary of The New Hope. So it makes sense that they would put it on that day. I thought they were going to put it on May the 4th because it just makes sense. But with Moon Knight ending... On the fourth, it doesn't. Uh, it makes sense to move it a little bit just to kind of 
um, separate the shows a little bit more. And again, the Star Wars celebration, I'm pretty sure, is on the 24th or the 26th. It's on the 26th, actually. So this show will start right before Star Wars celebration. And yeah, I'm pretty excited about this this show. It's the poster that they released just brings us back to Tatooine, which I'm sure people want to get away from since we just spent the last six weeks on Tatooine with uh, the, the book. Felt Boba like Fett, an but <laughs> it did. I'm hoping that uh, Obi Wan does get off the planet a little bit and move around. But uh, Stephen, what were your thoughts on this on this announcement plus the poster? So right after I saw the announcement of the release date, I um, I saw conveniently I saw this video on Facebook, and it was regarding. I'm not sure if it was part of the of an actual canon um, TV show, like a, a, a cartoon TV show, but it was mm-hmm. a cartoon version of Anakin Skywalker and uh, Obi Wan Kenobi. And it's in the dead of night, and Anakin's standing up, and um, Obi-Wan Kenobi's facing away from him, and Anakin says, what would happen if I were to turn against you, Master? And Obi-Wan keeps denying. He says, it's not going to happen. We don't have to worry about this. And he's, he's like, but I think we should both get some rest. And Anakin keeps prying on it, and he says, but seriously... I, you are my master, as I am the master of Ahsoka Tano. And what's to say that, you know, with our relationship, it won't deteriorate like mine and Ahsoka's did and all that. He keeps going, doing these what ifs, what ifs, what ifs. And it's, it's starting to show you that he's contemplating going to the dark side. You know, he's contemplating a change, a shift of some sort. And mm-hmm. Obi-Wan can always like laying down on, a, on some kind of, um, surface. He's laying down, facing away, and he says, "What? What would? What would you do?" And Obi Wan goes, "Well, I guess I would have to keep my eyes open, and uh, never, never fall asleep in the in their presence if I knew I had an enemy like that." And I'm like, "Oh fuck!" And always have the high ground, <laughs> which is interesting because Anakin's standing up while climbing. he's laying down, and so. He says, I would never fall asleep if I knew that. If I would never be able to fall asleep if I knew that. And you see Obi-Wan's eyes wide open, faced away, as if he's starting to reevaluate some things that are happening. And that makes me think, this, that, that would be an, an interesting way to start the series. If they just yeah, had a would. little mini clip between Ewan McGregor and um, Hayden Christensen as their respective characters, Obi-Wan Kenobi and Anakin Skywalker, prior to the big fight that happened in Revenge of the, the Sith. Um, like, Anakin's yeah. going through some, like, some issues. And Teenage he's trying angst. To, trying to, <laughs> basically, yeah. Um, he's trying to um, get some advice. He gets some advice from Obi-Wan Kenobi, who is his master. And we want can always giving him some advice as much as possible, and something that he says, um, like kind of um, sets Anakin off to be paranoid and you know distanced from him. And I mean, I could see I could see that being the way they started up because then 
you'd go from yeah. that flashback to Obi-Wan Kenobi as Ben Kenobi, Uncle Ben, in, in Tatooine. And I would not <laughs> no. mind that oh, no. back and forth thing. <laughs> no, no please ben. no. <laughs> Uncle Ben, oh, no, I just realized that. Dang it. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh, dang it. Oh, damn. Uh, no, but I agree with you that, that would, that would be an amazing start to the episode, to the first episode. And I, now that you say that it kind of makes me think that's actually going to happen. That that's my headcanon now is that the show is going to start with the flashback of Obi-Wan and, and Anakin, uh, together and then flash forward to Darth Vader and Ben Kenobi. Oh man, mm. that would be so cool! I cannot wait for this series. I cannot wait for Anakin or Darth Vader to face off against Obi Wan Kenobi again, and maybe we'll even get a um, an ah- Ahsoka kind of team up with him, her, and and uh, Obi Wan. Because I know if you watch the Clone Wars, they team up a hundred times, but it would be really cool to see it in live action. Them teaming up since we never seen them both in live action together, but. That is a really cool idea. I think this is seven episodes. It could be six, though. But yeah, Mike, what were your thoughts on this? I mean, I I wish it was. Uh, I wish it was coming out on May the fourth, or I mm. wish it was coming out a day later for the Star Wars celebration. Why they wait a day, <laughs> man? Right. Oh, well, I guess no, because it's yeah, a Wednesday. The 25th is still, <laughs> it's that 40, 45 years. Mm-hmm. Everyone that in, is in that movie is either dead or they are 100 <laughs> years old. And it's amazing. <laughs> yep. Well, wow, now that I think about it, there's a lot of, there's a lot of dead people. Uh, so that's a little insensitive <laughs> to me. So morbid. But, uh, oops. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, I'm excited. That thing, Stephen, that you were talking about with the conversation are you sure that you didn't dream that that sounds like a that sounds like a a dream that i have where people are talking to each other <laughs> no. like back and forth mm. are you no. sure it's crazy because so 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 it was announced when um obi-wan kenobi was going to be re- releasing and the first episode was going to be releasing and i was on facebook and all of a sudden I, it scrolled up this random channel that i don't really follow but someone shared it and it was a conversation between them at nighttime and it it didn't look like Tatooine. It looked like another planet that they were on a uh, like a mission for, like a like a uh, a secret mission, not a secret mission, um, a spy mission, a uh, <laughs> reconnaissance re- uh, reconnaissance mission. No, <laughs> sorry, reconnaissance <laughs> mission. Reconnaissance. <laughs> reconnaissance. <laughs> reconnaissance. <laughs> sorry, they're going to the fair. Damn it. Anyway, <laughs> hello fair. So, <laughs> it looks like they're preparing for a uh, a mission and mm-hmm. that they what kind of mission a reconnaissance mission uh were they de-aged in this yes uh analog or <laughs> oh oh so it was a it was a cartoon when was i cartoon when i saw it they were digitally de-aged <laughs> it's, it's it's a deleted scene from the from clone wars no. oh that makes that makes sense for the cartoon it's a, uh, it sounds like, it sounds uh, like a deleted scene from Brokeback Mountain. Remake. It says. <laughs> Hold on. Let me just uh don't just don't touch me real quickly. Just to make sure. I hate you. <laughs> yep. Perfect. Don't try it. 
when he gets I've got the high ground. You will try. We're cutting all this out, right? <laughs> I hope not. So he goes. <laughs> it starts off by him, then by a fire at night. On, yeah, Brokeback Mountain. Yep. Um, and, he's, <laughs> yep. And, and Obi-Wan Kenobi goes, Anakin, dwelling on Ahsoka's decision will not bring her back. And he goes, oh, I dismiss her, okay? And he, say, he goes, it's, it was a surprise decision for all of us. And he's like, but that wasn't the point and all that. I'll send, it, I'll send you the link. I found it. Yeah, that's I when wish I could Ahsoka, quit you. Spoiler alert, when Ahsoka leaves the Jedi Order. Yeah, I didn't what? know that. It stinks. Anyways, there it is. You guys can watch it on your own yeah, time. Yeah, it, it's a good reason, and you guys should definitely watch it because that Ahsoka is the main character of the show, and that was very intense and sad when she does that. So, yeah. it, it Sometimes you forget it's animated because of how good it is. Mm. So that's the part I was talking about, and I saw that. Okay. Without really any context to Clone Wars, now that I know that's what's that's where it's from, it's a deleted scene. Um, yeah, and I was like, "Damn, this this has to be what happens." I can see it, shot for shot, yeah. being what happens. Like, of course, not being animated, but a uh, a live action f- film or a live action um, sh- uh, shots of it happening. You know. Yeah, so, yeah sure. that's my... again, it could be a it could be a flashback that they just right they put in there. Which I think everything that includes Hayden Christensen is going to be a flashback, obviously, because I don't yeah. think he's actually going to be in the suit. Um, so, yeah, it's going to be there's going to be a lot of flashbacks. I'm guessing in this show. Hopefully, it don't similar go to the Bakta tank. Don't, don't say I know <laughs> the Bakta tank. I hope not. <laughs> Please oh, no man. back to But I, th- I think Please. it's going to be a very lonely time for Obi-Wan, though, because ev- all the, all the um, Jedis are dispersed throughout the, throughout the galaxy, and he has to kind of hide. So I think it's going to be a very lonely time for him, to oh, be honest with you guys. Obi-Wan Kenobi. It's, I think this show is going to hiss right in the feels. A little Obi-Wan Kenobi. to watch. <laughs> Obi-Wan Kenobi. Obi-Wan Kenobi. But we'll be getting some more details on this show when we actually get a trailer for it. They, it was said that we were going to get a trailer for it during the Super Bowl, but we never ended up doing that. No, so, you know what we did get, though? Mm-hmm. What we we got an excited Mike seeing Ewan McGregor walking towards the camera thinking, oh, maybe he's about to announce the trailer for Obi-Wan. Instead, it was fucking crypto for yep. the eighth time. That's right. Oh, yeah. That's right. One of a hundred commercials that came on for crypto. Did you guys see that one where it was just the, just the barcode and it was like bouncing back and forth yeah, on the I screen? Yeah, I scanned it. I scanned it too. I was like, what is I this? Support. Like, what They is... knew exactly what they were of, doing. And of course, it ended when they hit the corner. That's a, it was a great commercial. But I'm, yep, I'm, mad. Yep. I'm mad that I gave in like some kind of sheep. Like, it's freaking Bitcoin. Some Damn kind it. of sheeple. <laughs> How is Bitcoin? Oh, we're going to move on from this, but... Um, like a bunch of angry <laughs> comments. Yeah, we'll have we'll have yeah we'll have more thoughts on this Obi Wan when we actually get a trailer, which I hope it's this comes out May twenty fifth, so we have to be getting a trailer within the next I don't know, next month probably. Hopefully, yeah. Maybe they'll pull a probably. No Way Home and just <laughs> never do anything. Never put three anything weeks prior it. to the movie. Right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> 
Oh, man. Any last thoughts on this Obi-Wan Kenobi uh, official release date and poster? No. No. So we're going to jump universes again. We're going to the DCEU. So uh, on Thursday, The Rock dropped, last Thursday, The Rock dropped a new trailer for all the movies coming to DC in 2022. Of course, we have Aquaman, we have The Flash, we have The Batman, and we have uh, Black Adam. So we have those four movies coming to uh, us in 2022. And we got our first official look at Hawkman. Dr. Fate, Cyclone, and the Atom Smasher, as well as another good look at The Rock as, 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 uh, who's he playing? <laughs> Black Adam. Oh, uh, The Just Rock. Kidding. <laughs> He's playing, The Rock is playing The Rock. So playing we himself. got, uh, we got that, that was most of the trailer. We got a really cool look at The Flash, but uh, of course that's a separate movie altogether. But what did you guys think of this? Because this was really cool to see Hawkman, and then he has his, he just spreads his wings, and then Doctor Fate rising in the air, and then we see another version of Pierce Brosnan as as Doctor Fate with his helmet off. We see Cyclone, and we also see Adam Smasher. Um, Mike, let's start with you. What were your what were your thoughts on this trailer? Please say you watched it. <laughs> I did. I did okay. watch it. Okay. It was, it was okay. a couple of days ago, so I. So okay. I'm trying to fully remember. I should have rewatched it. But, okay. uh, but it, the main one of the main things I took away was that with this is of course about Black Adam, um, since yep. that was the, I mean it's the thing I was mostly paying attention to. Uh, the the angle of vengeance, I suppose. Right? There's the shot of he's talking about his son, whose name was. Uh, pebble and uh little pebble i guess got <laughs> i don't know like uh stomped on or uh, there's a shot of him on the ground yelling reaching towards presumably his little baby boy oh and then right, now right. now he's a big beefy uh big beefy lightning man so maybe right. not full villain anti-hero you know trying to be swayed by uh former james bond dr fate and uh, see the error of his ways and join up. Uh, Pierce Brosnan, always a class act. And mm-hmm. uh, I don't know how he'll do... I mean, we didn't really see anything about actual Dr. Fate himself, just that it was Pierce Brosnan, which we knew. Um, but uh, Black Adam seems like a cool character. And I kind of want to yeah. see, like, grisly, you know, villainous lightning, lightning time from... Uh, Mr. Dwayne Johnson himself, <laughs> but uh, Hawkman, you know, you got wings, good on you, with you with your mace, <laughs> keep doing, keep flying, soar, fly high, Sky Eagle, uh, Cyclone, I don't even remember, Adam Smasher, yep. you know, Black Adam Smasher, there's something there, you know, so, so whatever, that's, uh, it was great. Yep. <laughs> yeah, kind of fizzled out at the this. end there. That was my bad. <laughs> no, that's okay. That's okay. You're good. You're good. So it seems like we're getting a different team team up movie, just like the um, Justice League. But we're gonna getting might be getting the Justice League of America, oh, the Justice Society yeah. of also Justice the Flash Society of America, the J- JSA. So I don't think Black Adam is a part of that, but it seems like uh, most of the other characters in this movie are. So, Stephen, what were your thoughts on this this tiny trailer? 
Um, from what I saw of the Black Adam trailer, the new content, I all I can say is that I'm intrigued because I would love to see The Rock with an evil side, you know? Because I think like every single time that I see Dwayne The Rock Johnson, he's playing a... Uh, a beefy, sarcastic dude who um, is the action, the action hero. I want to see him being the anti-hero. I want to see him um, taking on the Hawkman, the Doctor Fate, the, the Cyclone, the Adam Smasher, and all those those people. I want to see them all team up against him um, mm. for the first part of the movie, and then maybe by the end of it, they they can resolve it. I don't know. I, I really haven't looked into this that the synopsis would be that cool. much. But that's yeah. that's my takeaway from this trailer. Okay, yeah, I mean that would be interesting to see them fight against each other. Um, it seemed like in part of the trailer, I don't remember exactly what Pierce Brosnan says, but Doctor Fate without the helmet on says uh, he says something to Black Adam, like "Come and join me" or something like that. But uh, "Come and join us." So it, like you said, it seems like at some point during this movie, they're going to be teaming up to face who? We don't know. Maybe it's an evil version of Superman. I don't know. That'd be pretty, pretty cool, Ooh. though. <laughs> it could be that the Red Sun cool. or whatever, the Russian version of uh, yeah, Superman. That's right. Uh, what's his name? The Henry Cavill? Nope. What's the evil version of Superman? Bizarre. What's his name? Not bizarro right 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 yeah but yeah that i mean i had very there most of the trailer was was dc was uh, black adam stuff but the other half of the trailer was just batman so oh yeah it was because it started with batman yeah it starts with the batman uh trailer some more stuff we've already seen with uh batman talking to catwoman but that's something that's coming out what in two weeks now? Like, is it that <laughs> that's soon? coming out? Oh, it is. That's coming out pretty soon. Yeah, I bought yeah, my tickets is. already. I'm gonna be seeing it bright and early. Not really bright and early. 7:30 p.m. on, on <laughs> March 3rd. So pretty excited about that. Steven, I know you're in Florida, so you can't do that with me. But uh, feel free to huh. buy buy your buy your own tickets. And Mike, feel free to join us. And obviously Marina. Don't tell me what to do. <laughs> but I feel like Marina wouldn't really like it because it's so it'd probably be very dark. But she should, she should see it anyway. I, I'd have to show her that one scene of him punching that guy for over ten seconds, and she'd be like, I, "Yeah, I don't think so." <laughs> yeah, that's all you. That's all you have to do. <laughs> just yeah, just pull up that one cropped clip of him just beating the shit out of that guy for an uncomfortably long time, and she'll say, "No, thank you." <laughs> Too violent. Too violent. But that's what's gonna make this movie amazing is because of how violent violence gonna be so cannot wait for that any other thoughts about the short little 30 second clip we got for this the dc movies coming out this year i sure hope that uh both of those flashes don't end up in a mall around any kind of women yeah you know what i mean i hope not because of the domestic stay away from malls yeah, that's probably in his like contract to stay away from malls. <laughs> no malls. And and oh women. God. Every scene with him and uh and <laughs> Iris are just gonna be shot separately. So he's not the, actually there. <laughs> just just he's in case he the... flies off the rails. He's in the back room in a cage foaming at the mouth because he knows there's a woman. <laughs> <laughs> oh <laughs> man, she's not that's being dark. Choked. 
<laughs> Jesus it's terrible. Christ. Well, terrible, he, huh? he did it though. Yeah, we joke, we joke, but he did it. So it's like you know, he, pick your poison. He did. Uh, hey, then. Okay, we're gonna move on to our last topic, our last geek topic of the week. It's uh, Anthony Ramos. Actually, Stephen, do you want to read this one? If you have uh, it, sure, I do. So, geek topic of the week number four. Anthony Ramos has been cast in Ironheart in a secret role. Who could he be playing? What could he be playing? How can he be playing? <laughs> Why can he be playing? Why can he be playing? <laughs> so let's start with you, Stephen. So this this just, just just came out recently that Anthony Ramos has been casted in a major role in Ironheart, and this role will be it's a major it's a multi contract multi movie slash show deal that he signed so it's not going to just be Ironheart it's a big role he's he's playing so Stephen who do you think it could be I just before I you just, say anything just go ahead no go ahead, go ahead. <laughs> no why would you ask the question and then to be like All right, <laughs> what do you think Shut I was up. just I was just <laughs> <laughs> uh, go just go ahead no 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 all right let's let's, let's Stephen <laughs> who do you think it could be yes Oh, okay, Matthew. Uh, I think it's going to be uh, Demetrius Williams, a.k.a. Dune. Um, so I don't know much about this guy's character, but from what I've researched, uh, he's said to be, he have been killed in a gas station robbery that was gone wrong. He was, uh, but it had revealed that he had faked his own death. And at an unknown point of his life, he joined the Ten Rings, going under the alias Doom, and after his death, his daughter Riri uh, was given that uh, nickname, uh, Riri. But um, it says that his powers um, involve him being Wait, able to so manipulate... so it's his father? Her f- it's her father? It's Riri's father, yes. So Demetrius oh. Williams is the father of Riri Williams, and um, I believe that he will play some kind of antagonist a multi film antagonist or multi show I don't know but Demetrius is able to manipulate stone and and sand as well so um, I think that is where they're going to, that, that's the approach they're going to take with uh, Anthony Ramos because based on the pictures okay. it, it just makes sense to be that way yeah okay I, I like it Mike what are your thoughts on this who do you think I have no playing? fucking idea Moving okay. on. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe Xavier Xavier King, who was a boy who lived across the street of Riri Williams' house in Chicago. I'm just, this is just off the top of my head. Um, <laughs> oh, yeah, really that's on the top of your head? comic books, there was a scene, uh, if I remember correctly, uh, when the right boot of Riri's armor stopped working. Uh, this was right as she was returning home. Uh, Riri was forced to make a rough landing, which caught the attention <laughs> of her neighbors, right? Yeah. Uh, Xavier, if I remember correctly, approached Riri to offer assistance. And even though she declined, she offered Xavier to come into her workshop. And uh, it gets kind of hazy from there, but I believe they encountered Iron Maiden attempting to confiscate Riri's property on behalf of Stark Industries. Uh there was some other stuff like Riri writes about Xavier in her diary, if I remember correctly. 
and uh, he's got a quote yeah. decent internet history. Which I <laughs> is this all off the top of your head, or are you just reading yeah, that verbatim? Yeah, it was a it was a weird it was a weird was like, a weird memory internet history. Who cares? Um, but if he he showed up in something like fourteen appearances um, throughout the series uh, between thirteen to fourteen. Um, yeah. Okay. Okay. So. Yeah, he, uh, you know, he's got brown eyes, if I remember correctly, and he's alive. Um, he's, he's he doesn't alive, have a, okay. He doesn't have a dual identity, yeah, but he is American, and his base of operations mm. was in, I think, Chicago, uh, created by Brian Michael Bendis and Stefano Caselli. Um, first showed up in Invincible Iron Man Perfect. number 595 in December of 2017. <laughs> so I think it's going to be him. Okay, so you think the neighbor of Riri Williams is going to be Anthony Ramos, who's going to be in multiple projects, is going to be the neighbor of Riri Williams. Okay. Cool Cool. beans. He's got a decent internet history. Uh, He he showed up 13 to 14 times. Yeah. (laughs) Oh, man. (laughs) All right. Riri Williams is actually another another character that recently got... um, Got in, got into the comics. I think re- within the last ten years as well. So, all mm. these all these new new young young Avengers are are. Uh, I'm not sure why they started doing this, but we're getting introduced to all these young Avengers very very soon. And they were. When just did they just become created. the Avengers? I don't know. I don't think they ever did. I think because th- in the comic books you don't have. He's making to a do joke. That, I'm pretty sure. Then no one mm-hmm. no one grows old. Oh. <laughs> He's making a joke. <laughs> Sure. Why do they go from the Young Avengers to the 45-year-old uh, Young Avengers? <laughs> 45 year old. Oh, you younglings are still kicking it. Yep. For you. It was some um, shitbag named uh, Hulkling. Maybe Anthony Ramjam or whatever the fuck his name is. Maybe he's playing as Hulkling. You're having back mm-hmm, problems? Maybe. How's that possible? You You're know, part maybe. of the Young Avengers. <laughs> yeah. There's yeah. a rumor out there that he could be playing Obadiah Stan's son. Um, so the bad guy from Iron Man one. So yeah, it, it could be his son. Jeff Bridges. Of course they'd always yes, bring Jeff back Bridges, uh, right. that conflict. Tony Stark built this in a cave with a box of yeah. slaps. <laughs> well, I'm not <laughs> Tony Stark. Yeah. That's right. So it could be his son or just another tech guy is what I wrote down here. Just another tech guy. Cause whoever's. Whoever's facing off, if it is a vi- the villain of Riri, then it's got to be, uh, it's got to be another tech guy, someone who can also build armor, just like Obadiah Stan, but uh, Justin yeah. Hammer, just oh okay, Justin Hammer, you know. Yeah. But the thing is, Anthony Ramos is like what in his thirties, thirties I think. Oh yeah. I don't I don't believe Justin Hammer was that old. I think he might have been. 40 something 50 something doesn't really matter but hmm. yeah so that's my thoughts on this and i'm sticking to it when's that series come out there's no release date yet i think i think it's rumored to be released in like the summertime of 2023 that's a long time it is sure I'm is gonna look but... back on this someday and think wow it's you know that's here or wow that was yeah. 2022 when he said that but that's currently right. That's a long ass time. That is right. Yeah, I still think it's twenty twenty though. I, that's what I. 
<laughs> That's what I still think in my brain. It's yeah. 2020. I know. How was it 2022? Craziness. Crazy. Yeah. Any any other thoughts on this uh, this news of Anthony Ramos being casted in Ironheart? Uh, Steven, do you have any thoughts on this? I feel like you you're a big fan of this guy, and you haven't really brought that up yet. No. So, uh, musical theater wise, I'm a huge fan of Anthony Ramos. I mean, he was in Hamilton. He was in the film adaptation of um, In the Heights, and I think he did a fucking right. phenomenal job as Usnavi. Um, Usnavi, yep. yeah. And I, I mean, I've seen him in a couple of uh, like commercials here and there. He's really, he's a really good actor, you know. I I, I really is, enjoy yeah. his presence on the screen and and on stage. So I'm excited to see him in Ironheart in general. I just don't know what kind of role he could be playing i mean i gave my, my my theory dune but as far as um like his impact on the Ironheart series i i don't know i really don't know well i'm very excited to see this series when it comes out uh Ironheart it was one of my first comic books i ever picked up was Ironheart. really um yeah it was and her her backstory is tragic, and I cannot. W- in the comic book, I believe Tony Stark's in a coma. Uh, as, as from what I remember, Tony Stark's in a coma, but he's kind of talking to her through it like an AI, and mm. so that's and he, they kind of work together in the Iron Man series, and then she gets her own series with Ironheart, and he's in a coma, and Pepper Potts is kind of very integral part of the comic book and i'm pretty sure she fights not who is it not nova there's this pyro guy that doesn't really matter uh but yeah there this i think if they they do it well it's gonna be pretty good but we're gonna be introduced to her first in black panther we're kind of forever so that'll be nice to be introduced to her before her series but yes Okay, well, I believe that is all if you don't guys don't have anything else. All right. So let's move on to the Book of Boba Fett. Uh, obviously, guys, we didn't have an episode last week. So we're going to talk briefly, just real briefly, on our thoughts of the Book of Boba Fett episode seven. And yeah, how it went. But I'll, I'll give my quick thoughts I didn't have a lot of, I think I've mentioned this multiple times, I didn't have a lot of expectations going into this show, and, but it's still kind of made me mad throughout the series when it was just going very slow for the first four episodes. The second episode, when they're all dancing around the fire at the, at the end of the episode, was really cool. Uh, he becomes part of the Sand People's Tribe, and that was a really cool episode as kind of a standalone, but then the other Two episodes after that, not so great, uh, with the with the mod people showing up. It's kind of boring, but and then episode five and six was when we got mostly Din Djarin as the Mandalorian and him him going to see um, his Mandalorian brethren and then uh, creating the the armor for for Grogu and then the next episode is my favorite episode of the series when he goes and sees 
uh, Grogu, but it's mainly about Luke training Grogu and then giving up on him halfway through um, because he misses <laughs> because he misses Din Djarin. And then uh, obviously Ahsoka was in the episode. And yes, that was my favorite episode of the series. I think I think it could have stopped there and I would have been fine. But the next episode, I was not a fan of the last episode, to be honest with you. Even though I tried to have little expectations for this series, it was kind of a bummer for me. Even though I'm trying to be as positive as possible with all the content we're getting, I don't think it was necessary. But um, the last episode... Uh, I just thought there was so many ridiculous, ridiculous situations like when Boba goes and gets his, uh, what's, the, what's the big monster called? The Rancor. Rancor. When he goes and gets the Rancor instead of his, instead of his uh, gunship to, to kill these things. I'm like, why would he do that? Why wouldn't he pick the gunship where he could sh- literally shoot from the sky at these things? He picks the Rancor. Okay. That, whatever. But, and then the rest of the people are shooting at these droids, these armored droids, nonstop, and just keep shooting. I know their blasters have unlimited ammo, but whatever. Again, I'm going to, I'm going to go positive now. I loved this, the shoot off with, um, Cad Bane and Boba Fett. That was my favorite part of the episode is when they faced off. It seemed like they have a lot of history together and him most likely killing Cad Bane after Cad Bane uh, knocked Boba off his feet. He goes back to his teachings with the Sand People and knocks him off his feet with the gaffy stick and he uses the teachings of the Sand People. So... That was my favorite part of the episode. I really hope Cad Bane's not dead, even though I know I knew one of them was having to was gonna have to fall. Uh, even though it was the last part of the episode, really loved it. That was the only part that was worth it for me. And again, like overall, probably not something that was needed to happen. But it gets me more excited for Mandalorian season three. That's my p- personal opinion. Mike, where were your what was your opinion on this series in general and that episode? Boy, okay. <laughs> I try not to um, talk too long, but that that was longer than I was expecting to be. I literally have no. nothing written down here, and I said I talked no, for like I, just twenty minutes just then. How'd it feel to be like no, me? Yeah, no, it's 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 fine. It's it's fine. I do have some things written down, Matt. I do. <laughs> it was sixty-one minutes in this piece of shit. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, <laughs> I was forced to watch all of them. Uh, this, I don't know. This series changed me as a person because because uh, I, I thought I liked Star Wars, <laughs> and then I sat through this, and it's like uh, this is the this was like blue balls. This was like blue balls, what it was, because I started the show started off and it was bad. All right, that's not that's not an opinion. That's, that's, okay. that's okay. a medical fact. Um, it started off when it was bad, and a couple episodes went by. He uh, he he laid down in a tank for a couple episodes. And it was bad, 
Then uh, our boy came back, Mr. Mando. Uh, he, he came back, and it was good. We got to not look at Boba Fett for a while. That was cool. Uh, Mando <laughs> did his thing. We all were all clapping and cheering and crying, and it was great. Uh, then Mando ended up teaming up and you know working for Boba Fett, and that was bad because we had to look at Boba Fett again. Right. We had to listen to him. We had to deal with him. We had to look at him. And uh, <laughs> then, then this thing happened. So it was like, okay, so this is bad, but uh, but at least Mando's here, so it could be all right. Um, no, incorrect. Uh, the way what I wrote down was that I felt like this episode, when they were coming up with the storyboards, what they did was. You know, fucking Derek or some guy. It's always Derek. <laughs> Derek. It's always Derek. Derek went home. He grabbed his four-year-old son, whose name was probably Broderick, brought him to the office, <laughs> sat him on a table, and said, Broderick, you know the bad show that your dad's working on? Broderick said, yes, I do, father. He said, what do you think is going to happen next? And this kid just started talking. This kid started rambling, and he said, I think it'd be awesome if maybe they got the Rancor, and the Rancor came, and he knocked over a building, and then they were shooting, and then the blue guy, Squidward, came over, and he said, I'm faster than you. And then Boba Fett said, yeah, well, I have armor. And then they looked at each other, and then he hit him with the stick, and then, um, and then the people on the right, like, the kid just went and started rambling, he kept going and going and going, and they all wrote pretty, it down. That's pretty good. And they that's just, good. and they just shot all of it. I have and they, armor. I have armor. That happened. That's not a joke, ladies and gentlemen. There was a standoff between Cad Bane, who has years of lore and significance who has a weird habit of staring at someone then looking down at the ground specifically so he can <laughs> dramatically raise his hat and show us his weird raspberry eyeballs mm-hmm. so he's, he's big on on the uh, on the drama they're staring at each other cad bane says something to the effect of i'm i can draw faster than you boba fett known infamous bounty hunter he he thinks he has a comeback of the year and he says yeah well i have armor that's 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 that thing where it's like in your head you think you're saying something really cool and like you like it was a gotcha moment and instead you said yeah it was like a it's again broderick and his little annoying ass friends out on the recess schoolyard when they're pretending that they're fighting each other with shields. And the guy says, yeah, well, my sword is on fire. And Broderick says, yeah, well, I have armor. You know, like just (laughs) one-upping each other. Like, I'm cooler than you. I win. And then Mm -hmm. Squidward got stabbed in the chest. And it was, what is happening? Who is this for? You know, it's there were all these moments where... I counted at least five different moments where there was a dramatic crash zoom camera angle and they were setting up a badass moment or, God forbid, a one-liner and immediately they failed. Mm-hmm. They, they had these giant robot enormous droids with shields that apparently 
they, you know, everyone else learned. Apparently, if you shoot at it a hundred thousand times, eventually maybe one of them is going to get through. And they took that to heart, and they just gave it their <laughs> best college try. So what happens? Mando yeah. and his stank ass friend Boba Fett are doing, you know, like jujitsu moves around the shields to uh, distract the droid. And fucking Mando takes out the dark saber. Awesome looks so cool and you're thinking oh my god yes this is this is it these blasters aren't going to get through but my man's got himself the holy grail my man's got himself the secret weapon he he like whips it out it goes and you're like this is going to be the coolest shit it's going to go right through and he goes like ha and he throws that uh thing with all of his might against the shield it goes and it it pumps right (laughs) off and like, yep. what, what? Why? What was the point? Like, there like wasn't. that shit. It was just dumb. You, you know, like the, the, he goes to um, everyone for whatever reason forgets that the rancor just saved their life. They start popping that bitch. They start trying to cap that thing. So clearly, yep. it gets upset. Mando's like, "Don't worry, boys. I got this. Here, hold my baby." He goes and flies off, and the thing grabs him and almost bites his head off, and he gets thrown to the ground and immediately gets fucked up. Like it's, everyone's falling from grace every ten to fifteen minutes in this episode is terrible. Oh man! The best moment was the rancor. Yeah. Besides the fact that yes, it's a good point. The gunship should have been the thing coming through. The best part was the rancor coming up the wall saying, I want to fucking kill you and just jumping and ripping something to shreds like he's Godzilla slash King Kong. Yep. You know, the climbing to the type of the top of this space empire state building while all these fucking dweebs, all the, these farm boys are popping at it with their little space toys. You know, it's, it's stupid. Cad Bane went out like a bitch the uh, the reunion moment between Mando and Grugu was pretty heartwarming. I like that. I hate the the mighty modding Power Rangers, those little teenage angsty little little shits. I hate them. I hope that all of them are <laughs> going to get shot, but instead they tried to make me care about them, and I hated it. It was stupid. It was a waste of my time. Four out of ten. <laughs> okay. Black Crit well, was pretty cool. With... Yes, yes. Uh, so with that being said, Stephen, what were your thoughts on the episode? And the little fuckers, both of you guys went on a rant. I hate you. <laughs> yeah, I'm so sorry. Always telling so me to so cut sorry. down my shit. Okay. I'm so sorry. <laughs> I, mean, okay. I was, I was like physically upset when I was watching it because I, I knew I had to talk about it. I just, no. I hated it. Uh, trust me. Yeah, I got you. I have a few points myself. So. Uh, I apologize, Matthew, <laughs> but that Boba Fett uh, Cad Bane showdown was garbage. This show it was terrible. This show was one of the most anticlimactic endings to an opening season that I've ever seen, and that is frustrating. The show did a great job setting up the next season of Mandalorian, while at the same time <laughs> never really taking its own protagonist in an interesting direction. Now, how on earth? Tell me this. How on earth? Did the pike on the roof not shoot all the fucking Power Ranger crew uh, people in um, Boba Fett's gang he had them dead to as rights. they were arriving? He had the shot on all of them, and he stopped <laughs> shooting. And I'm like, to myself, okay, of course they're going to throw us into the uh, suspension of disbelief, or whatever it's called, suspension of disbelief. But I'm like, this bullshit. You had every angle to take the shots and kill all of them immediately, and you stopped shooting one guy's like, oh, I'm down. And they're like, we got to get to him. We got to shoot, shoot, boom, boom, boom. 
get to him. And they stayed there for a second before they actually ran back. I'm like, what the fuck is this bullshit? Oh my god. You have the angle. You have the high ground. Fucking Obi-Wan Kenobi that shit and kill them all. Like, god damn it. Anyway, <laughs> it astonishes me. Another thing that, it, that, that it blows my mind, it astonishes me that the shielded weapons that are, it's basically those things from the Phantom Menace when they, the things that roll in, it's, it's basically like a bigger version of those things. It astonishes me when those shielded weapons were going so fucking slow and yet they were right on the allies' tails every goddamn time that they would show it. <laughs> I'm like, how the hell are they going this slow and still fucking catching up to you? Uh, this is dumb. Um, and now I'm going to bring up two points of things I liked. And I'm going to end it there because I don't feel like ranting. Um, the fucking Rancor. Before he appeared and you heard the roaring, I thought it was... Honestly, I thought it was Godzilla for a second, which would have been... <laughs> or would not have been off-brand for what the show had been doing so far. Like, Just making up other Godzilla. people's stuff. I was like, because all you see is the, the, the... You see, like, the scaly, like, skin shit it's going to the buildings... And I'm like, what the fuck is this? Oh my god! I'm like, okay, all right. And then it ended up being rank, the rank call. I was like, yes, fuck yes, all right, cool. And he beats the shit out of the fucking machines, like like they were nothing. Like he he after he had taken down the second machine, he kind of uh, he had that look in his eye, and they're like, don't do it. And they start shooting, and that's when he just went berserk. You're right, you're right, you're right. But still, um, my favorite part of this. Was, I is when Grogu walks out, when uh, Mando is about to get killed, and he gives that look. He's just walking very slowly towards the uh, towards the machine. Looks like he's dancing. And he 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 gives that look like he's saying, "Bitch, I dare you to try it. I dare you to try it. I try killing daddy. my guy. Just do it." My and he daddy. just forceful pulls that fucking thing, and then he flies back. Yeah. <laughs> was, flying back after that and he like it helps to take down the rancor but i mean it, it, it helps taking it helps later on but honestly this entire show man it was a two out of ten for me man two out of ten, two out of ten. I'm, not, I'm not gonna be be lenient about this show because you had the potential you really did to go far with a character that is very well known through books through the games through the movies everything and you fucked it up so bad. Like, I'm not even... I'm not going to sugarcoat this shit. Like, if you don't have Din Djarin and Grogu in this fucking show, this show is a 0 out of 10. A 0 out of 10, easily. It was nothing, nothing worth salvaging from this damn show if they're not in it, okay? If you don't have the Rancor, if you don't have um, Din Djarin, you don't have Grogu, you don't have Ahsoka Tano, you don't have the... F- somewhat of a uh, Luke Skywalker thing like with the Jedi and if you don't even have like any of the other characters from the Mandalorian franchise this show is absolute garbage alright <laughs> and I am sad that I had to watch it case dismissed okay cool I'll rest my case cool I appreciate all your thoughts and okay so we're kind of running a little bit out of time so let's let's start talking about Peacemaker real quick and get just like a a minute long what you thought about the series. Steven, you go first. Since you just started, you just end up speaking. Okay. Go for it. All right. So I only have a few, I have a couple points. So there is something very cathartic 
about watching a white supremacist supervillain father being shot in the head <laughs> with a Nazi-era German Luger gun. Luger? It's such a... If you, if, I'm not sure if you caught that. It was a German Luger. No, oh, I, yeah. didn't. Oh, I, anyway, I didn't. I, yeah, I, I yeah. didn't notice. Oh, man. I saw that moment. I was like, motherfucker, what a, a just desserts, my dude. Oh, that's amazing. Um, mm-hmm. Also, John Economos mowing down an army of Klansmen with an automatic rifle is everything I didn't know I needed. He's a stud. He's a stud. Uh, I think this he episode... saves the day. Exactly. I think this episode did a great job in wrapping up the Chris uh, Smith internal struggle storyline and has set us up nicely for an epic showdown against the butterflies in the final episode of this show. We we finally get to see what happened to Peacemaker's brother, and it was a tough to watch that opening sequence. Now His dad forced him and his brother to fight in front of what I'm assuming are all of his white supremacist friends, and he has to watch helplessly as his brother seizes out due to a punch he took from Chris. Now, I am used to getting... Uh, to the show's intro and having a good laugh but this time after the sequence after that sequence with the fight I watched the whole intro sad it is stuff like that that makes this show stand out from other superhero shows the um, the battle between Peacemaker and Augie Smith and his guys absolutely kicks ass Peacemaker accompanied by Johnny Economos Vigilante and also Eagly is the perfect number of fighters to continue on the idea of teamwork that James Gunn loves to push for in his content. But at the same time, it's a small enough number of of crew members to have by Peacemaker's side to help make this internal and external victory over his father feel more meaningful. Because if the whole crew was there, like say Mern and at the time, rest in peace Mern, if Mern and um, (laughs) Adebayo... And uh, Harcourt were all there with the, that crew. It just wouldn't have been much of an impact. But um, each one of those characters, Eagly, Vigilante, Eni Economos, they all had their individual um, reasons for really being there. See, seeing seeing Vigilante's fucking bare ass because he can't pee with his with uh, <laughs> his butt is just fucking hilarious. Um, there were a good amount of those. Uh, comedic moments in between the episode that I needed. Yep. I really did because if if there weren't those comedic moments in this episode, I would have been sitting in like I would have been very sad the entire time. It's like I mean fucking hey, this is this is so this is so terrible. God damn it. I don't want this to mm-hmm. happen to this guy cuz I felt so bad honestly for peacemaker like his his story. And there's always that that that, that, that gritty um dark tone to the show. Every single episode there's a little bit of it, and they started it up that way, which threw me off. And then there's some spots in the middle there, but I'm just I'm just very glad with the way that this this uh, this series is going a lot more than Boba Fett. And I have to say, this is probably going to be an eight out of ten for me at the moment. Hell yeah! I mean, my only thoughts on this is I just think this show in general is just perfect. There's the perfect amount of comedy slash um, trauma. And the story is so perfect. They ended one one story arc with the father in the epi- the penultimate episode, and now we're gonna end it the next episode with the butterflies. Uh, I think again, perfect. I'm gonna say nine out of ten. Mike, what were your thoughts? 
I really, I really love this show. I do. Yeah. It, it must be, it must be fun to be yeah. an actor on the show. Absolutely. John Economos, the, this, the conversations we talked about this last episode, I think the conversations they have where they're debating a specific moot point and they just kind of like drive <laughs> that just... into the ground. Like John Economos <laughs> saying, I don't want to have a dolphin watch me fuck. You know, like that that kind of yeah. eagerly pushing John Economos in the seat and he's yelling, ow, my asshole. Like it's it's so <laughs> it's so dumb, but it's dumb in the best way that like really, really climbs out the other side of humor. the door. It's so funny. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and like the the what I call in the notes, the yeah, no shit moments in the show, like uh, like Mern coming through the door, Harcourt saying Adebayo is Waller's daughter, and he goes, "Yeah, I know." <laughs> you know, like, and, uh, <laughs> she planted the diary. Yeah, I figured. You know, like it just—it kind of completely cuts it short, and it's just the the style, of, the way they say it, the, the way they deliver it, so funny. Um, yeah, I was really—I con- was concerned, not concerned. I was intrigued. Is the right word? Uh, when Vigilante, who has a badunk, when he takes the <laughs> white supremacist car. And he drives away. The license plate says 14 words. I didn't know what the hell that meant. It was 1-4-W-R-D-S. And I ended up looking it up because I thought maybe it was a reference to a comic or it was something. Um, mm-hmm. They, they. I don't know if you guys noticed that and looked it up like I did. No, I didn't. Um, I thought it was interesting. So they doubled down. I'm assuming this was a James Gunn detail. They double down on the white supremacy just to really kind of rub in how big of a piece of shit these uh, these Klansmen were. Uh, for the the quote fourteen words when used by white supremacists uh, refers to a slogan from Hitler's Mein Kampf and has been developed into a white supremacist kind of quote. Uh, and the quote is the fourteen words rather are we must secure the existence of our people and a future for white children. So it's they use it to essentially white supremacists use it to justify the heinous acts that they do and it's direct reference to Hitler. So it's just Nazi stuff. Just general yeah. Nazi stuff. Just as Nazi you do. stuff. Wow. Um, <laughs> big RIP to uh to Eknobluk, the butterfly that was inside of Mern. That yeah. got uh, that got you know crushed, but uh, overall, great penultimate episode. I'm very interested to see how they're going to take out the cow, which is horrifying. Oh my god, the cow! That's a that's a real stink mice of a creature. Disgusting! Right disgusting! Oh, I wish Nightmares. they had taken the uh, I wish they had taken the veterinarians along with them because. At the end, because the veterinarian seemed real, real eager to fuck shit up. But uh, <laughs> yeah. I, again, the the delivery of like uh, you know when the veterinarian said, you know, I think you could use our help, and Peacemaker says, no, you'll just die. You know, <laughs> just like no, you'll just die. Like it's it's so nonchalant. Like that's that's stupid. <laughs> yeah. no, just, but it's true. Yeah, of course it's true. Um, so it's it's a it's a great show. I'm looking forward to these coming out, and it's not becoming a drag to watch. Like, but obviously those are this and Boba Fett are two completely separate animals. Obviously, yeah. um, but it's this is just 
it's just an interesting, <laughs> an interesting show. I'm kind of sad that it'll be over in one more episode. I but know. We got one more episode. Two. Oh, for sure. I actually, um, I think that be. James Gunn's going to be uh, directing another DC ep- uh, series. Um, oh, not sure if it'll be season two of Peacemaker or something else uh, based off of the Suicide Squad uh, movie. But yeah, so the last episode, Peacemaker, next week, this week, this week, <laughs> this week. Uh, last episode is yeah. this, at the time of recording is this week. Um, probably when this comes out, last week. Who knows? But, <laughs> <laughs> but great show. Great show. Great Definitely show. nine out of ten. Yeah, for sure. For sure. All right. So. We're going to move on to our second round of trivia. We liked it so much last time. I thought it was so fun. I thought it was fun. I'm not sure if the other two on this squad thought it was fun. It was rigged, but it was fun. It was rigged. So. (laughs) (laughs) Let's get it. Let's get it. I'm sorry. I was talking over that. Can I get a clean take of that trivia time for for you, Sin? Yep. yep. (laughs) Hold on. Trivia (laughs) time. Boom. Boom. All right, Stephen, you're the host of this part, so go go for it. All right, everybody. Welcome to Trivia Time here with your yeah. host, Stevie Smooth. I am joined today by my co-hosts, <laughs> Michael McCahey and Matthew Carvala. How are you doing today, guys? Horny. No one cares. All right. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't get to answer. How but you Mike is horny. We know that. I'm doing okay. Doing okay. So Matt's okay, and Mike's horny. All right, let's get going. All right. <laughs> so I have a list of uh, six questions here with one tiebreaker. This is a combination of uh, Marvel, DC, and Star Wars questions. So I'm going to go back and forth between m- first Mike, then Matthew, and back and forth, back and forth, then, 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 until we get to the end. If you Where guys get to go are first? tied by, after the sixth question, um, <laughs> we do have a tiebreaker question. Now, Sweet. we are going to do this uh, Family Feud style, whereas if Mike can't answer the question right, it automatically goes over to Matthew. If he gets it right, he steals that point for that round. Woo-hoo. All right, cool. No cheating. Started. Mike, no are cheating. you ready? I am ready. Cool. All right. So, in Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2, young oh. Peter Quill was abducted and raised by which group of thieves and smugglers? Mm. Uh, Alex, I believe the answer is, what are the Ravagers? Ding, 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 ding. You got it. You got it. Mike. Perfect. So Mike starts it off with an impressive Hell, lead of one. All right. Now Matthew. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. Here Matthew, we go. Here we are go. Are you ready? I'm ready. Cool. I'm ready, Scott. Let's do it. All right. In the first Avengers movie, Phil Coulson and Nick Fury recruit the members for the team to fight against Loki and his army. Who was the last Avenger recruited for the team? Oh. Um, let's see, let's see. Iron Man. Wrong. All right. Damn it. Mike, you have a chance to steal. I... Can I steal it back from him? <laughs> no. <laughs> you are correct. Bruce Banner, oh. a.k.a. the Hulk, is the black. He got it, you motherfucker! <laughs> you so son of okay, well. Mike has gotten an impressive lead of two. 
I like Dude, this even this trivia. <laughs> <laughs> All right. <laughs> Mike, it's, back to you yeah. again. So, oh in the 2021 film, The Suicide Squad, there is a character known as Rat Catcher Number 2 who can control rats. What is the name of the actor who plays her father, Rat Catcher Number 1? Uh, that would be... Five, four, three, two, uh, Sean one. Penn. No. Matthew, you have a chance uh, to steal. Do you have it? Yes, it's yes, it's the Thor Love and Thunder director. What is his name? Oh, fuck. Five, Shimmel, four, Shimulator Dumbledore. Dude. Dumbledore. One. Shimulator Dumbledore. Ah. Final answer. <laughs> <laughs> so, Under pressure, uh, this hurts. I know, right? <laughs> anyway, so the answer is Taika Watiti. Taika Watiti! Yes. Damn it! Oh, I thought it was Shimulator Dumbledore. <laughs> Shimulator Dumbledore. All I right. knew it was something weird. Okay. I think it's my turn. Yes, Matthew. But all right. I don't think so, it matters because I think he's up. He's up by two or three. It's two, at the moment. Okay. So you have a chance you to, start to get this one and then steal the next one, and that could tie it there, and then okay. you could potentially win it. Anyway. Okay. Go ahead. Uh, so Matthew, in the Justice League movie, the villain Steppenwolf is trying to get his hands on the mother boxes that were left behind from the battle with Darkseid thousands of years ago. Where were the three mother boxes hidden when that battle ended? Give me the three uh, locations. One, one was in the Amazonian, uh, Amaz- Amazonian, nope. where Wonder Woman is. Right. Do I have what to say it? the exact place? You guys are the name of it. What is it? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, okay. Uh, it's Amazon. Amazonia. <laughs> uh, Atlantis. <laughs> That's a lot All of right. Yes. The other one. The <laughs> Oh, is it? No. Atlantis oh, yeah, Atlantis. And then the other mother box was in in uh, the closet of Cyborg, right? No, no this is, this is the original. Tech- after the battle ended, what what would what would happen to them? Not like Oh, okay. Yeah, so, yeah. Well, all right. So, one was hidden by underground by man. The other one was given to Atlantis cuz mm-hmm. didn't the men like they they, I know this is a very long answer. Sorry. So, the man, man, were dug it up in the, <laughs> dug it up in the hole. You got it. Work it out. Yeah. Atlantis got the other one. <laughs> Atlantis dug it up in a hole, and then <laughs> Amazonia. What? What the fuck? Amazon. The, the Amazons the from Wakanda. Wakanda. No. <laughs> Dude. All right, five, four, three, two, one. Blubber. Damn it, dude. Oh, come on. All right. Damn it. You have a chance to steal if you know it. I mean, the name of the Amazon place is like Femiscira. God damn it. Femiscira, whatever whatever it is. Yeah. Um. <laughs> yeah, and then fucking uh, dug up by man, and then it went. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you got it. Oh, <laughs> damn it! I think that you know what? I think to, and to keep it interesting, Matt knew two out of three. I think 
You want to give that it to him? That one should go to Matt. All right. I knew both of them, but I just didn't know he the name the of the freaking place. All right, fine. I'll give it to you because you that said it was the Amazon's place. All right, fine. Th- thanks, yeah, Mike. By default, thank you uh, for pitying me. I appreciate it. <laughs> you're so welcome. All right, so we have a – it's uh, Mike in the lead. It's 2-2-1. Two, two, and we're back to Mike again for your final question of this round. It's a Star Wars question. I'm nervous. What yes. was not about Boba Fett. <laughs> what was the Sith Lord name given to Palpatine? Uh, Darth Sidious? Damn it! Yes. You got it. You got it. <laughs> Three. Three to so one. So we're gonna, we're gonna call we're gonna call it a tie or no? Well, you have the tiebreaker question, so you can get the next two, right? Yeah, the tiebreaker question. We'll, we'll make that two points. So Matthew, if, if you can get this is next there, question right, is there a tiebreaker then... to the tiebreaker question? <laughs> I can make one up. Okay. We're gonna have All right, fight. Go Let's do it. Let's do it. Let's do it. We're gonna have a fist fight if that happens. All right, so Matthew, <laughs> your last question before the tiebreaker round. Get okay. this right, you have a chance to win it at the end. Uh, okay. In the Star Wars prequel, Pat Bay is the queen of what planet? Uh, <laughs> you know this. Padme was yes. the queen of not Coruscant. Um, no. Oh, it was. Oh, actually, I don't know this. Ooh. What was it? I know. What was it I, called? I know. You know the they, other. They answer. blew it up. They blew it up in A New Hope. Um. No. Mm. Uh, you don't know I it? I don't know. I don't know it. All right, Mike, you have a chance to steal. I'm just thinking of Queen Amidala, who was the queen of... From Naboo! 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 Oh! Damn it. Wait, who's the... Damn fire? it! I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Yeah, he's... I mean, I, I mean, technically... No, it, it, was, it, wasn't, it wasn't my turn, though, so technically Mike got but the point. But that's, that's not Padme, right? <laughs> That is Padme. No, she's yeah. the queen of, of Naboo. Queen Amidala and Padme were two separate people, aren't they? No, it's the same person. Padme Amidala. Padme Amidala. Oh. So, so you were queen thinking of Amidala. Alderaan. Alderaan was the one that uh, Leia was up. from. Yeah, yeah, that Leia was from. Mm. Uh, I'm going to give that one to Matt because I think no, he's no, no, a no, second no, no. before I did. <laughs> that way we go with it. Wasn't, it wasn't right. my turn, though. It All wasn't right. my so, turn. So, we tiebreaker. We, uh, at okay, the okay, moment, after six questions, it is Mike in the lead, three to two. We have a tiebreaker question here. This is going to be a Marvel question. First person to answer <laughs> this question. For three to two. <laughs> yes. Meaning it's, it's going to be worth two points. Okay. So it's an interesting one. Either Mike wins five to two or Matthew wins four to three. So mm-hmm. we'll find out. Anyway. Um, in the Eternals movie. This is the first person to answer, by the way. Uh, in oh, the Eternals okay. movie, Good to know. the Eternals are sent to Earth to protect f- from deviants. How many mm-hmm. years are the, de- the Eternals on Earth for? 7,000. 7,000 years! Oh! <laughs> no, that was Mike. That was Mike. Yes. <laughs> Damn it. All right. So Mike wins. <laughs> you finally got one. Whoa, that made a crazy two. on my audio wave. Me doing that made a crazy thing. <laughs> that was bananas. Holy crap. Well, Thank you, fun. Steven, for uh, coming up with those questions. That was fantastic. 
Matt, you went on pure enthusiasm. <laughs> the way you yelled 7,000 was unbelievable. <laughs> Damn it! <laughs> that was fun. I love trivia. I love geek trivia. That was fantastic. Now, uh, I, so I get to do trivia for the next episode, right? Yeah. That's that right, works? yeah. Mm, that's oh, that's right. exciting. I, I have like a list, I think of 100 questions here that I wrote down after the last episode that I can use towards any future episode. Oh, you have, it's probably closer to 50. Yeah. And if we if we do Steven's tiebreaker system, and if I keep giving you uh, pity points, that you can get through all <laughs> yeah. 100 in one episode. <laughs> That's right. right. Yeah, my my mine last week was or the week before that was more fair than this one. But I do appreciate you guys keeping me in the game. It was really it's really nice of you. <laughs> <laughs> I love trivia. Oh man, it's so fun. Oh, okay. All right. So next week. Mike, we'll do another round of trivia, round three, and then we'll talk about the Peacemaker series and whatever else comes out in the world of geek news. Um, but yeah, this was a fun episode. Really liked it. Mm. Oh man, Talk, talking shit about Boba Fett was really fun. <laughs> it's terrible. So so terrible. So I think that'll do it for this episode, episode twenty of the flavor. Okay. <laughs> I think that'll do it for this episode of the Flavor of the Geek Podcast, episode 20, uh, where we talk about all things geek. If you would like to hit us up on social media, feel free to do that, as well as email us if you'd like to write in a question, and maybe you'll hear it on the podcast in the next episode. Uh, so the email is flavorofthegeek at hotmail.com. And with that being said, remember, my name is Matthew. My name is Mike. My name is Steve. Smooth. We love you 3000. Yeah.